Are you ready to listen to my dad, Joe, and Uncle Justin talk about sports? Now on with the show. The Joe Mays and J-Raff Show is brought to you by Mays Sandwich Shop, which have been serving the greater Westlawn area delicious food for over 70 years. You are listening to the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. Boring. A <clears throat> weekly podcast about sports since 2011. Don't you ever get tired of being wrong all the time. With a focus on football. Second to go. Pass. Ha! Got it. Touchdown. This guy has had some year. Al, I've got to tell you, in a pressure situation, I don't know if I have ever seen anybody be better than Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup. Wow, what a drive. Fourth and one. Burrow trying to keep it going, gets spun down, gets it away, and incomplete. Rams now running down to celebrate with a defensive play. And guess who? Guess of course. Who? I mean, you don't even have to think about it. Pointing to the ring finger. When everything was on the line for the Rams, Yes, we know it was Aaron Donald. But the Rams were built to win the Super Bowl, and they have sealed the deal. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Justin Raffoff. All right, so... A little behind here, starting a little late, getting the cameras going a little late, but we're back. We're here. Episode 366 of the Joe Mays and J-Raff show. I'm Joe Mays, one of your hosts, and sitting here with me is my co-host, Justin Raffoff. Yeah, it's uh, another good day to be here as as an Eagles fan again. So, been, been a rough couple weeks, but it's been good. And uh, you, you're off the schneid too, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, if we want to look at it that way, I guess so. But how did it never in question? Right? Never a doubt. Uh, lots of doubts f- over the last six weeks and over the next month of what's going to happen with the NFL. Uh, for a while, we weren't sure what was going to happen with the NFL at all because since our last show, the unique and catastrophic event of the Debar Hamlin injury happened last Monday night. It feels, in some ways, it feels longer than it a week does. ago. Well, I know, it not does. even a week ago, six days ago. But thankfully, other than th- that moment and the hours there afterwards, and th- probably for a good day, two days, you yeah. know, where things were kind of iffy, things have honestly gone probably the best you could possibly have hoped for. Yes, because he seems to have made incredible. Recovery and improvement. Obviously, he's still classified as being critical condition, but he is using social media. He is relaying things. He's done Facetime calls with his teammates. Yeah, and Miles Sanders before the game today. <laughs> like I knew they were friends. I didn't realize how close they were. They played they're, they're in the really Big Thirty Three game yeah. together. I yeah. that I that photographed right. both of them. I have pictures right. that they both asked me to take. Right, right. So that was my little tiny connection to both of them. I've talked about the Miles Sanders thing before because playing for the Eagles now is super cool to be like, hey, I photographed him before he even got to Penn State. And I do remember going to that 2015, well, the 2016 Big 33 game following the fall 2015 Pennsylvania high school football season. It was in June 2016. It was the first thing that I did 
like alone on my own, what at what I would qualify as half strength following my first autoimmune battle. Oh, Because yes, I remember, because yes, yes. that was, it happened from mid-May through, honestly, the end of July. But that was the first time that I felt like strong enough to right. leave my house and go do anything. And I went to the Big 33 game. And I remember going through the roster. I, I was there, obviously, because Wilson, head coach Doug Doms, was an assistant on the team. And Wilson had two players playing in the game. Ike Schonauer at linebacker and Jake Gaiman at defensive back. And obviously being a huge Penn State football fan, I looked over the roster to see, you know, were there other Penn Staters? Obviously, Miles Sanders was there, committed, going to Penn State. And there were a few guys there that Penn State had targeted and wanted uh, that I was like, man, I really wish Penn State would have got them. And one of them was DeMar Hamlin because I was upset at the time because he's going to pit, you know, and well, I don't like want 40 some offers. Like I he don't, was, he right. Was a steal he that. was a huge, yeah, huge get, but I was like, I don't want him to go to pit. I want him to go to Penn state. And obviously he has th- his reasons, which were right. completely valid. Right. And, uh, that's gained a lot of traction uh, over the last week. Uh, the other thing that gained a lot of traction after his injury was his charitable foundation yes. and the toy drive, which was super cool. Uh, thanks to whoever found that first on GoFundMe from actually two plus years ago, I believe his final fall at Pitt before he was ready to enter the NFL draft, he organized that toy drive for the childcare that I believe his mom uh, was the owner yeah, of. Yeah, something like that. Um, but he has the Chasing M's Foundation, and he's using that to try to gain – he's trying to raise $2,500 for this this toy drive to help out his community and giving back. And last I checked, it was over $8.2 million yeah. uh, dollars now. So that was awesome. It was cool to see – the NFL teams, NFL coaches, NFL players, past and present, all joining forces with the the nation and world at large. It all kind of combined powers, and you know, you, there's nothing else you can do besides hope and pray for his health and recovery. Right. But if we can do something else small, let's do it. And a lot of people have taken advantage of that. So that I mean, silver linings and great things coming from difficult situations. And honestly, I don't know that you could have hoped for a better turnout from what happened just think where we were six days from right now six days ago at this time people were terrified right and i know i know we talked about this but like i i was sitting there on my computer um not paying attention to the game even though it was on um because i was buying my rose bowl championship gear yeah and right which i just kind of glossed so i missed it i missed it but i look over and it's that iconic view now that we've seen everywhere of uh, Josh Allen with like both hands over his face, like like with only his eyes, and like I knew immediately it was really bad. Not just the oh no, you know, is someone being taken off the field on a stretcher, which sounds terrible. Not to downplay that. Right. Well, Ross Tucker talked but, like, about that. We've seen we've seen those. Like, we saw it earlier on Sunday in the Eagles game. You know, and the guy gets on the stretcher and he gives the thumbs up, and you know, and he's got movement, and you're like, okay, like n- not ideal, but. They'll be okay. Everything well, about the situation on Monday night was like, I don't know that this is going to be okay. Like, So, oddly enough, I can count on one hand the number of times that Kelly and I have watched Monday Night Football together. And actually, like, we're sort of quasi-watching. And sometimes I'll put it on, but, like, we'll be on our phones or she'll be doing a crossword or reading a book. Like, But we're honestly just sitting there just snacking after the Rose Bowl win, super happy. Oh, Monday Night Football is coming on. It's a big game. You know, let's watch it. So we were actually watching the game live as it happened. We saw the play. And at first, you know, it kind of had that 
oh man, he might, you know, he might have a head or neck injury. That's really unfortunate. I, you know, we hope everything's okay. You know, they went to a break because they don't want to keep right, the cameras right. on it. They don't want to talk about it because what is there to say? Someone's injured. It's not good. Well, they come back and then you hear Joe Buck talk about CPR. And that's when, like, I literally right. put my food down and sat up and I was, I asked Kelly, I was like, what did he just say? Because at that time, right, we didn't like know. And right. I don't think, I'm not sure they had shown the replay of him standing right. up and then right. falling back down yet. So, like, all this was coming in at once. And then, of course, our group chat between me, you, and Adam was just because Adam's a Buffalo Bills fan and right. he wasn't watching well, or and, listening and for the first was time. Amped up because it was. The biggest, it was supposed to be the biggest Monday night game in like a long, long time. Well, it was the and biggest Monday night game featuring AFC teams since like the early 90s, right? Or something it was like gonna, that. it was gonna be insane. And for us, I, I know we talked about this, like it was this weird feeling because I was coming off this like fan high of, yeah, my team just looked the best maybe they had all year in, in the Rose Bowl. Like I was, I was excited, yeah. like I was so yeah. excited. USC had blown it earlier in the day. Penn State wins, and now yeah. now we're settling in for a huge Monday night game. Like this is going to be awesome, and then a terrifying, and it scary moment, awful. unlike anything we've right. ever experienced. Yeah, right. Penn State had won the Rose Bowl 109 times. That game's been played. Penn State's only been there five times. They've only had one once before, right. and now they they won. Um, which is great. It was awesome to cap that season. We could we could probably do an entire Penn State uh, yeah. football episode, uh, but I do want to focus on NFL Week 18. But we are very, very happy at, to hear about all the yes. progress that DeMar Hamlin has yeah. made, and obviously we've been wishing and praying for him over the last week. I mean, uh, me, Justin, Adam talk all the time about sports, but this last six days, like we are constantly sending each other updates every right. time every something update. would come right. out from the Bills, the NFL, or, or you know his his like marketing. F- guy was like updating us at first and now like the media has kind of grabbed onto it and been allowed to talk a little bit more so uh, it's just been awesome so uh hopefully that that recovery has happened yeah yeah yeah. but and then yeah i i know we'll we'll get into the games but just absolutely crazy some of the like parallels yeah like yes in yesterday's game his teammate from Pitt recovers his first career fumble on the like special three yeah right there Today, his high school teammate for Indy um, caught, caught a pick and then celebrated at yeah, the three, pit, which like was cool, and he was doing the heart thing. Yeah. Um, you know, the Bills game starts off starts with, off with the, the kickoff kick return, return, yep. And then Josh Allen says, and I have not checked this, but Josh Allen was told that it had been three years and three months since the Bills had, had returned a kickoff, a kickoff return, return for a touchdown. Yeah. Like, just absolutely insane stuff, and horrific situation last monday and beyond and but the way things have gone so far it has gone about as well as you could for an for a horrific situation right the people who are supposed to do certain things did all of those things and that is the reason he's alive um crazy enough this week at school i was teaching like ekgs and heart physiology mm-hmm. and like so and monday night i'm like running through my head i'm like if this news goes south like i've got to change the lesson tomorrow it's probably like a too soon kind of thing you know just but yeah it's, it was crazy it's crazy yeah and the the fallout you know speaking sports centric no you know not right. focused right. on the the health and well-being of of the player when Eventually, the NFL had to make decisions on things. Well, first thing was, 
we're not going to restart or replay or continue Bills Bengals. So it's a no contest. It, the stats, nothing not, like that game never happened. Right. None of those stats carry over. It wasn't. It wasn't called at you know eight minutes left in the first or whatever. It just goes into the books as not have being played. Yeah. Somebody, not a forfeit. Somebody, somebody not a reference that are like. <laughs> And this is probably a little fresher in people's memory just because of the recency stuff, but like kind of like some of the COVID year stuff, like <laughs> when, when teams couldn't play that first year, uh, you know, fall of 2020 when it was like no contests, you know, like, um, so yeah, like haven't witnessed too many of those, but that, that yeah, was I, honestly kind of the way it worked itself out. I can't remember the last time, you know, I've been paying attention to the NFL since fall 92, 93. You know, I was like eight, nine years old when I really started paying attention and letting the Dolphins rip my heart out all, over and over and over again. I, I can't remember a situation like this. Not not like a, a, even medically specific about no, no, anything, right, like whether right. it's weather or the, uh, someone passes away in the organization. Right. Like the, it seems unprecedented. In recent history, in recent times, I, I can't think of anything comparable. Right. But I mean, like, think about, like, even, again, completely different scenario, but the Saints played, like, their first, like, what, five or six games on the road and then played at LSU, you know, the year Katrina went through. Like, there have been some crazy things happen. Yeah, and that happened right before and, the season started. And just the like show has weeks, always two, gone on, you know, like, the show goes on. This was the closest to the show is not going on. Right. Temporarily. We are pausing the show. Right. Is probably a better way to say it. Uh, the only other because, thing. Because, like, they just, they had to figure it out. The only thing similar in nature, and I don't ever like to make these comparisons, but was right after 9-11. Yeah. Because a lot of the sports world just stopped. College football didn't play games that weekend. Okay. The NFL didn't play games that weekend. Everything just paused because there were so many other bigger things well, right. happening. And I also I, – I explain this to the kids when we talk about things because they talk about their foreign language trips. And I talk about how I was planning on going on the foreign language trip and all the foreign language trips got canceled. And I was like – but it – I'm like – and you might be like, well, what's the connection between – I'm like, we know a lot more now about those events and, and what right. happened than we did in September of 2001. So, like, at the time, I was like, it made sense. Like, you know, that's just how it was going to be. Right. So, like – and. Again, hopefully here, things continue to ha trend in the right direction for Damar. And, yeah, it's kudos to all the people who were yeah, at the I right mean, spot and did the right thing immediately, literally fo immediately. Yeah, following those standard operating procedures and protocol and having – those medical personnel there on the field. So right. congratulations to the athletic trainers for doing, doing their job and doing it well. Yeah. Like you, you were taught how to do these things, hoping you never would have to do these things. Right. But when it became necessary, guess what? They passed with flying colors. Yep. People stepped up. People <laughs> and stepped that, up. the athletic trainers, the other medical personnel, the, the doctors, everyone that was there on the field, uh, the ambulance crew, and then, the, the trauma unit at yeah. UC. Uh, well, I saw, I think. You, excellent job. Uh, Damar posted something today, the stuff they were selling, you know, the like, we won at life or something. They have like shirts that they're selling and it's going to benefit the first responders and trauma people at uh, UC um, Medical Center there. So, yeah. It was uh, awesome. 
it's it's awesome to see good come from such an awful situation yes. that it started out. But like we said, I'm not sure you could have picked a better outcome at this point. There's obviously a few more milestones we'd like to see in Demar's recovery. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, and if you get there, like you could just say, I I don't know that this could have gone better. Uh, so um, we'll leave that at that. We'll get back right. to football. The, the biggest thing was not playing the Bengals-Bills game. Right. had a huge impact because those teams were buying. They're two of the top three teams in the AFC. And that's how it stands right now. But obviously, concessions had to be made. There's still a few of those pending, depending on what happens in the playoffs. One of the big ones that got a lot of talk this last week, or these last few days as this came out before Week 18 started, was what was going to happen with Bengals and Ravens. Right. That was a big one. In my opinion, the biggest thing. I, I know the teams involved would say the home field advantage thing was big. But in this particular case, I feel like it was pretty big. And I, and I get that. But, like, you know, the, the Bengals were declared AFC North champs. Like, by, by saying we aren't playing that game, that clinched the AFC North right, for them. The Ravens needed the Bengals to lose to the Bills. And, and then, then the Ravens to had to beat right. the Bengals today. And then, so they, they the NFL decided that. If the Ravens were to beat the Bengals again, they would have the same number of wins. They would have beaten them twice. The Bengals would have one last loss, so therefore would still have won the division, but they didn't play that game. You know, it was all weird, so they were going to decide with a coin flip. Right. Who where who, who was going to host the right. game, right? Cincinnati still won the division. But they were going to flip and and I, yes. I know people were like a coin flip. Really? Well, what else were you going to do? Have you not ever watched Friday Night Lights? That's how they like decide who made the playoffs. But my point, and I know Zach Taylor was mad about this, and I'm sure maybe the Bengals fans were mad about it too. Right. I, I don't know, but I look at it this way: first of all, all you had to do is beat them at home in Week 18. Oh, and they played their third when they weren't playing a variety of starters, right? And it wouldn't matter, right? So don't like don't, don't waste your breath whining about something that came about well, because of a catastrophic catastrophic event. I I thought I thought Adam Schefter like he breaks news all the time and he you know he but like he was asked his opinion on this and this is before it had come out. And he's like, you know, people are like wondering about well is this fair or is this fair? And he's like, if we learned anything about you know at all from Monday night is that things aren't always fair. You know, and I'm like, you're right. Like in the grand scheme of things, I I get it. And you want to be very careful when you're the whole model is on this competition and stuff. But like these were unprecedented events. I feel like the NFL did honestly the best they could at working out the most reasonable situations and without being able to like put it off. Without being able to say, well, we'll wait and see who makes the AFC Championship game, and then we'll do it, or we'll wait and see no, they put who wins. We'll wait and now. see who wins the Ravens Bengals game, and then we'll decide. No, they put it out with all the scenarios, and it seems really confusing because they have there's all these variables that they have to take into account, and they put it out there, and a couple of them we don't even have to worry about right. anymore. You don't have to worry the, about anything the with Bengals the Ravens won. and Bengals. You right. don't have Bengals to worry won. about so the Bengals play, in the AFC Championship game. again next week. Right, yeah. Um, Back in Cincinnati. Right. Literally the exact same thing right. that happened today. But next Rewind. week, the Ravens will be at closer to full strength. Right. They'll play the guys that they sat out, other than we don't know what's going on with Lamar Jackson. But uh, so far, I think everything has happened 
the, I feel like the best case scenario has happened for everything. Yes. It'll be interesting to see what happens as the playoffs continue or, or get started and move, move on. Do we get a Bills Chiefs AFC Championship game? And where will that game be played? Because both the Bills and the Bengals could have caught the well until yeah. the Chiefs won yesterday. Right. Both the Bills and Bengals could have caught the Chiefs. When the Chiefs won yesterday, the Bengals couldn't catch them. Right. But the Bills still could. And why is that important? Well, both the Bills and Bengals beat the Chiefs in the regular season. Right. So they had the head-to-head tiebreaker. So if they would have finished with the same record, those two teams had the tiebreaker to move up to the first or second seed in front of them. The Bengals weren't able to do it. The Chiefs ended up having one more win. Um, well, really one and a half, I guess, okay. based because of the, the missed game. But the Bills are still at a loss that should Buffalo have beaten Cincinnati and then finished the season with the win over New England, they would have had the same record as Kansas City, but and the, tie the head-to-head tiebreaker should have had Buffalo as the one seed. So right. what is the concessions? Well, if it's Kansas City-Buffalo in the AFC Championship game, we're going to play it at a neutral field. I feel like that's that's I feel like reasonable. it's fair and reasonable. I, right. I it's not ideal. No. But this situation is not ideal. Like and you that, have to make the best of right. it. You ha- like and right. And, the sport had to go on. The right. playoffs were always going to happen. The Super Bowl was always going to happen. You missed a game. How do we deal with it? And I know people right. are like, "Well, you already had a protocol." And well, they voted to change it on the fly. Right. They right. can do that because guess what? The majority of the owners agreed, and that's all it takes. Right. And, well, and the players' association. Yeah. So you yeah. had both both factions I, on board. Right. And that's the thing I said to you before. Like, except for this one little thing with the Bengals Ravens thing, it surprised me how much everyone seemed like they were on the same page. Right. Like that never that happens. never happens. <laughs> right. That never and, happens. But and here we go. And like, don't get me wrong. I. I would love to see Bills Chiefs like AFC Championship game just because it it it, it has been so good, you know. It's been so good. However, like we might not even get that, you right. know what I mean? And it might be a non-issue. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we'll, we'll see. But so that that's where that stands. Right. NFC, yeah, okay. Proceed if, as if you normal. got to pick where it is, all things considered, where would you? Play if the it's game. Chiefs yeah, Bills, no scheduling conflicts, logistic. I, if you could just pick where you wanted it to be, where would you pick it? Like so you said, like if I had one choice, you have one choice. It Do would you, have been Indianapolis, okay, because I feel like that's as close as a central meeting point as you could get. It's a dome facility. They've hosted a bunch of stuff before. They, they know how to do it. That's the problem, right. though. They they don't they don't have the ability to do it on short notice. There's an AAU volleyball tournament. At, at not so there's also events at the convention center, but there's an AAU volleyball. So there's no hotel the rooms in addition yeah. to the stadium is right. booked. Right. So that sucks. I I a I mean, lot of I, people think it's going to be Vegas because <sighs> hotel rooms are a non-factor. Right. Like that would be um, cool. That yeah. would be cool. Uh, that so would be up they there. They asked for Adam me. Rittenberg today on the radio, the ESPN Big Ten guy, and he's like. Beaver Stadium would be incredible. He's like, logistically, it wouldn't work. Not now. No. In a couple years, right. though. He's like, he's like, and getting everybody there can be oh, a pain. Oh, Pagula? Because of Pagula but connection? He, well, I, I think he meant more just like most people would have to fly to Harrisburg or Philly. Wow. You know, like you can fly into State College, but not easily. Wow. It would be it, a logistic. It's the NFL, would, though. They would have right. made it work. But he's like, 
he's like I he's like I having been there for big games. He's like I can't imagine what that game would be like. Could you imagine <laughs> the NFL selling a hundred thousand seats though to the AFC Championship game? Yeah, hundred percent. And, and, and it snows. Right. <sighs> Gosh. Can you imagine those tailgating fields? Oh my gosh. No, so it'd still be muddy come blue and white game. I feel I feel like Indianapolis was the logical choice. Yes. Unfortunately, it's out. And I they they want to know where it's gonna be, but the problem is Minnesota could be hosting the NFC championship game. Right. Dallas could potentially, the very long shot, be hosting the NFC championship game. I don't think they're going anywhere that isn't a dome. I really don't. I, I think if as they're much doing as all it, these things. As much as it would be cool, they're not picking that. I, not. I, I, right. So uh, Atlanta is available. Yeah. New Orleans so is Atlanta, available. Atlanta's available and easy to get to. You can get flights from anywhere biggest, to Atlanta. Uh, busiest airport in the right. world. So And I kind of think Vegas would be cool. Like just because I think right now if I had to, to pick, I would favor Vegas. I put Atlanta at two. If they wait a week to determine, it could open up Minnesota or Dallas. So hopefully Dallas. <laughs> but my top pick, I think, would be Vegas. Atlanta with Atlanta at, at I, number two. Yeah. So that that's where I would go. I mean, if if they for some reason like they. Do you want to? Well, I, I, that's not true because Arizona is a part. Like Arizona can be closed, right? The Cardinals facility yeah, is, yeah, is is part. So it could Arizona could be an option. Uh, SoFi could be an option, but the Chargers are in the playoffs. Right. So if they wait a week, more options will become available. If they want to hammer this out and get it done, I feel like Vegas or Atlanta is where it's going to be. Yeah, a unique opportunity to see something that. You would think may never happen again, but my dad says, and I don't know if you heard this. My dad today, when I was at work this morning, the first thing he said to me was like, did you hear the the thing about the neutral site championship games? I was like, you mean the one that if the Chiefs and Bills play each other? He's like, he's like, no, there's a report that the NFL wants both of them to be neutral site and to have it like be basically too many Super Bowls. And he said he heard it on NFL Network. It wouldn't surprise me. I just because I know there's all this talk of like, you know, people like us, I feel like generally are like, yeah, like let's all things aside that they're a division rival, like, yeah, let's see that crazy game in Buffalo. You know, if it's not the Dolphins, like, let's see them play in this, like, let's do it. But a lot of football purists oh, God, I don't like are, that. are like, no way, give us the dome. I want to see these quarterbacks, do, you know, like, no, so. I, I, I do. If it's, the standard procedure, like if it buff, if Buffalo is the team, that is part of their culture. That is part of their team. That is part of the game. I don't want that taken away. I also don't want it taken away of the fans. Like, what's the point of being right. the number one seed? You get the buy, I, I guess. But I don't like. Don't get me wrong. It's going to be big. It's going to be a lot of stuff. I don't know that it's going to be as big of like the go to event because they're getting home playoff games. You know, a lot of these teams have home playoff games. They don't. I don't, I don't like it. I don't know that it would be the big hit in person as. People are going to watch no matter where it is, you know. Right. That's but why like, I, I don't think it. Would I be guess I big don't hit. see what is the benefit. Are you going to get more TV money because of? I don't, like. Why would you? Why would right. that give you more TV money? No. You're going to make fame, fan bases mad. I feel like. Right. Because well, because gonna, even if like, the road and, and I don't know that the owners would like it because you're taking away a home game. Right. Like, that's how a, are you splitting the that's revenue? A lot of money every time. I, 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 I didn't hear it. My dad told me about it. He said he heard it on NFL Network. I haven't heard anyone say it. And then at the bottom of a pro football talk article today, there was something uh, like alluding to it. 
so this is all new to me. I don't like the idea. I, I think my dad could tell me right away because I thought he was crazy. I was like, no way you heard that. There's no way that they would do that. Right. But I guess if there's a way for them to make more money and they can. Right. That's just, I don't see it as necessarily a way to make more I, money. I, I don't understand I why that would I feel like it would that cost would be, you money because right. you're having to rent. You have to a, rent a stadium, a stadium that is. I, I know. I'm. Maybe more will come out about it. Maybe that's something they're looking for the next collective bargaining agreement. Right. You know, the only th- way I could think is if they're going to make the league and then de facto the players more money by right. doing it right. that way. Right. Uh, but- Which I, I'm not saying they can't. I just I the the way that it would like there's there's no obvious thing that's sticking out how that would make them a lot more money. Right. So, um, all right. So week 18, we, we Bengals beat the Ravens. We talked about that. Yep. Um, not a surprise there. Uh, we mentioned Chiefs beat the Raiders to go to 14-3. and three. They won 31-13. Chiefs locked up the one seed. Jaguars come from behind. Dougie Defensive P. touchdown to unseat the Titans in the AFC South. Jacksonville goes from, what were they, 4-13 and 13 last year to 9-8 and eight or 3-14. And, and Jaguars, or the Titans, I think, were 7-3. and three They were. They lost 7 in a row. And the season. To end the season. A lot season. of people think Vrabel could get fired. Well, I think he could also leave and go to Ohio State if they do anything with Ryan Day. I, that's a crazy situation too. But we're not going to get into that imagine one. Imagine that they. That's get crazy. Rid of Ryan no, it's Day. crazy. It's absolutely crazy. But I've seen it mentioned multiple times. Uh, so congratulations, to Jacksonville, winning the South. They will host the Chargers you know in the what? first I think round of the playoffs. Rethink going there. Though. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent sure. <laughs> the Falcons beat the Bucks in a meaningless game. Although now Tampa Bay is a sub five hundred team in the playoffs as the four seed in the NFC, and they will get to host the Dallas Cowboys as it should in be. the wild card round as next week. Atlanta won thirty to seventeen. Thankfully, the Bills. Uh, one time I'm rooting for them all year is to defeat the Patriots. And they did thirty-five to twenty-three. They go to thirteen and three. Justin mentioned opening kickoff return for a touchdown, and then Hines does it again later. Right. It's the first time since twenty ten that there were two kickoff returns for, for touchdown in the same game I, I, by the same team in right. the same game. Uh, Vikings won a meaningless game against the Bears. I guess the Vikings technically could still be fighting Was not for meaningless. seeding. <laughs> Was not meaningless. Well, the Vikings were <laughs> trying to get a better seed, which didn't end up mattering because of what happened in front of them. So they are the three seed in the NFC. But it was very meaningful for the Bears because with the loss, they went to 3-14. and 14, And because Lovey Smith's Houston Texans scored on a Hail Mary at the end of the game and then went for two and got it, beating the Colts 32-31, Houston now drops to the number two pick and for the first time since I believe it was 1946, the Chicago Bears hold the number one overall pick, and they have their quarterback. So that, right. that's going to be so. Oh, and they have more cap space than anybody coming into the offseason. That's going to well, be insane. Just like we saw with Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields had something click with him like midseason. Yes, uh, or the offense started to cater to him. Yes. I'm not sure what it was. Maybe it was some of both, but. Honestly, when I, I knew the Texans winning could change the draft order, I didn't realize it was the Bears that were going to benefit. Because if you t- asked me to name the worst team in the NFL this year, the Bears are in contention, but they would not have been the first team I rattled off. Right. No, I agree. So when I saw that they were the ones getting the number one pick, I was okay. Like, I feel like the Bears could have the turnaround like the Jaguars had this year, next year. I agree. I could see them winning nine games. The thing is, that division's a little different. Minnesota is what they. I feel like they are what they are right now. The Lions are on the upswing and have also have good draft capital um, going forward. Like, so it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. But 
Yeah, the the Bears are in a good spot. They're in a very, very good spot for being bad. For being bad, yeah. <laughs> so they could go Will Anderson, the Bama pass rusher. They could also trade the pick and get a bunch of other picks. Yeah. So what because, if Detroit falls in love with a quarterback? And well, what would they, they trade said, within the division, though? That's the thing. Well, the, for the right price, but yeah. Detroit's not going to spend what it takes to call, get that pick from the Bears. Yeah, do yeah do they fall in love with Bryce Young or right. CJ Stroud or whoever? Someone will move out for Bryce Young. So I think that's what's going to happen. So with the Patriots losing to the Bills, thirty-five twenty-three, it opened the door for Miami to back their way into the playoffs. And they at one time victory from the jaws of the feet. Miami was eight and three <laughs> looking at as a top AFC contender, then lost five in a row to go to eight and eight and make the game against the Jets in Miami today very meaningful. It was an awful, awful offensive showcase in giant air quotes. Miami was on their third string quarterback near the end of the game. I thought he had gotten injured and they were going to have to go to Mike Glennon. He went to Mike Glennon. I thought they just brought in, they just brought in, but Miami was able to drive down the field at the end of the game. And Jason Sanders, who's had an awful past couple of years for them, nailed a 50 yard field goal. It wasn't even in question. No, he, 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 you could tell right away that it was going through. And then right at the end of the game, the jets tried, you know, the little lateral and toss and try to keep the ball and something miracle happened and ended up getting a safety. So Miami ended up winning 11 to six and make the playoffs as the seventh seed. And their prize is to go to Buffalo next week to play them for the third time. Now they split the series and the one they lost, was very competitive. Yeah, that was a good one, but it's going to come down to to a right. Is Tua healthy enough to play. And honestly, if any of Miami healthy enough to play, because they are decimated with injuries right now along the offensive line and uh, in the defensive backfield. So, It'll be interesting to see if Miami can put up a fight well, against the Bills next week. I, I, I don't mean to like discredit the effort the players actually have to put in here, but are the Bills a team of destiny right now too? Like you know, like they just that's a t- no that, disrespect that, to Demar Hamlin, but I hope not. That's gonna be that's <laughs> gonna be a tough spot for the Dolphins. So uh, not exactly, but you know they brought it on themselves. They could have been the fifth or the sixth seed easily if they could have won. Yeah, there is no reason why they shouldn't be. Going to the Jags this week. Like, which, you know, like that's what the game they right. should have. Yeah. They should be playing at the Jaguars, which while the Jaguars have been good, that should, that's a, a winnable game. So that's the only thing that kind of gives me a, a glimmer of hope that Miami's played Buffalo hard twice this year. Yeah. It's hard to beat a team three times. It, well, they split. So, well, then it's impossible to beat them. <laughs> <laughs> and, Miami has looked like a good team at times, but yes, two is including twice it, against the Dolphins or against the Bills. Two was incredibly ineffective over the last month, and now he's coming, maybe coming back from an, another injury. So, who knows? We'll see what happens there. Uh, Panthers, speaking of meaningless games and meaningless victories, meaningless. beat the they Saints, kept the Saints at seven wins, ten thankfully. to seven, swept the Saints for the first time since 2015. Both teams at seven and ten. Uh, does Wilkes get that job full time after the way that they started? I don't know. We'll see what know. happens. I, I think they're. I think they're going to interview Harbaugh too. Oh boy, that, that could be a whole show too, Justin. With Miami's victory, though, it closed the door on the Steelers, who once again get to a winning record under Mike Tomlin so, for the 16th so time in 16 years. The crazy thing was like, oh no, was how has Mike Tomlin been the head coach for 16 years? Right, yeah, like. I feel like he's the new head coach of the right. Steelers. He's only he's like four or five years, right? <laughs> right. No, 16. My 16 gosh. years. 16 winning records. So 
Kudos to the Steelers again for never and, quitting. And they have some pieces. They See, some pieces. I'm still not sold on Kenny Pickett. I I, I know it's he, uh, right. Only no, I get what it. 14 I get it. games or whatever that but he's he, played. He, right. But this is what scares One me. One year, like this week, I was like, look at Fields and Lawrence. All the things I was saying about him this year were the things that I was saying about Ben when I was in college. I'm like, he's not that good. The team carries him. Like he he all he does is not. Yeah, screw and he it turned up. it on after a few years. So. And then right, and then it became not that. But the first few years, like he was just an average Joe they put in there, a quarterback. Like he was better than Tommy Maddox was all he could say. He was on par with Neil O'Donnell, huh? Yeah. <laughs> no, but it, it turned out well for him and the Steelers over the long run. So, uh, yeah, I'm hoping it's not that. I, well, I don't want it to be that just because I, well, I don't want pit pit product to uh, right. exceed in we, the we NFL. We can only speak highly of one pit product. <laughs> And that's Demar Hamlin. That's, like he's got and Dan Marino. Well, see, I was going to ask you. I was like, I was like, we we we're very limited on this. Is Dan Marino? See, Demar Hamlin. It happened. Larry, Larry Fitzgerald's one for me because he was there when I was there. Like he was just so exciting to watch. But outside of that, nope, not happening. Yeah, I just can't. Like that's why I'm like anti Daryl Revis for the Hall of Fame. So, um, yeah. So that that's the AFC playoff picture. Yeah. A couple NF- NFC games, Eagles. Victory today it was, it against was, the Giants. It was backups. ugly. They they went up nineteen zero and it looked like they shut it down. Like just not. I shouldn't say shut it down, but that edge was gone, and the Giants were playing hard. They just weren't playing their good guys, and so it wasn't enough. So yeah, so Eagles win twenty two to sixteen. Most wins in re- in franchise history in in the regular season. Got the bye, so they'll get another week off so all their players can heal up. I don't know. Is, what's the um, expectations about Lane Johnson? Will he be back, do They're, you think, for the divisional round? He, he put off surgery so that he could potentially be back for these games. That's insane. He, they have not looked good over the last three weeks. And I know no, Hurts missed two no, of those games. Right. But even today, you right. know, there's cause for concern there. Right. Uh, the, the, the problem is I don't know who's better than them. I because look at it as I'm like, I, I feel like they really needed this buy. Like, they really needed the buy. Regroup, not, get healthy. Not the one seed, because, like, I feel like you're going to have to beat good teams to to make the Super Bowl. You know, like, that that is what it is. And honestly, Eagles don't play better or worse on the road than they do, you know, at, at home. I understand wanting to be home. Like, they're, they're that's nice. But, like, I'm not, like, they're not, like, Miami having to go into Buffalo. You know, there isn't that situation sitting there right now. So it's like, okay, well. little regional shock. Right. So at the same time, I'm just like, they just needed to buy. Gives Hurts some more time to get yep. rest. You know, gives some the defense time to get rest. Especially because they have lots of veteran guys who have contributed on that defense. So I'm okay with it. Um, I, well, I'm okay with them winning and being the one seed. Of course I am. You know, but like. I think they are. I don't think they're at their highest point right now, but if they can kind of regroup and hit their stride, I, I think they'll they'll be all right. It, they clearly weren't. They weren't calling designed runs for Hertz today. No. So no, like, and, and he was sliding that makes sense. First, right, which is great. So I mean, that does that takes a big aspect of that game away. You know, they there were little mistakes here and there that just cost them a lot, or that game would have been a blowout. Yeah. Um, you would. I would think that there's a good chance that their divisional round matchup will again be against Dallas because I don't see 
I, I I don't see the Packers or Seahawks beating the 49ers. No. I don't and I don't know if the Giants beat the Vikings, man. I, that's what I mean. Like I feel like I I've been one of them like saying, you know, oh, the Vikings are going to be one and done, but I've also not been like I, I didn't think the Giants were that good either. No. And didn't they already didn't they play already this year Didn't the Vikings beat them once already? I think they did. And it'll be in Minnesota. So as much as I don't think the Vikings are in danger of doing anything, I still think I favor them against the Giants. So I, to me, it's going to be Eagles, 49ers, Giants, or Eagles, 49ers, Vikings, Cowboys. So you're going to have 49ers, Vikings, and Eagles, Cowboys. Right. That That's where I see it right now. Um, but regardless of whether it's Packers or Seahawks, I feel like the 49ers are probably playing at their best and, and maybe the best of the NFC teams at this moment. Yeah. The only thing that gives me trepidation there is that it is Brock Purdy with limited action and as a rookie and a was not seen as having enough talent to be taken in the first 260 some picks in the right. draft. You know, he's Mr. Irrelevant for a reason. And he's admitted that too. Yeah. There were things I had to work on. He's looked great right. since he's been called on played very well. And this could be one of those situations where he's there's enough offensive playmakers around him and a great defense that he can get the job done. Maybe that'll happen. But it's an interesting season because I don't think there's one team that stands above the rest because I can see... I don't know. Honestly, I can't. I feel like okay. you can't include the Vikings okay. In, okay. in the group so, of the NFC that right. I think could so win. So here we go. Rank them. Rank them. Not, not in Right the now, like entering right. the playoffs... 49ers, Eagles, I want to say Dallas third, but what was today about? I don't know what today was about because they looked terrible against It was unlikely, but they could have been the one seed. Right. It was unlikely, but they could have. the Eagles and the 49ers to lose. So I don't know if they just were like, the odds of that happening don't like, I don't know. There's something. I'm I'm not on the Dak hate thing. I don't like him because he plays for the Cowboys. Right. But he's thrown... He's tied for the league lead in interceptions. in interceptions, and he didn't play five games. He didn't play five yeah. games, so it's a problem. And they have to go to Tampa. They don't even get it at home. And while and don't get yeah, exactly. Tampa's eight and nine, but it is Tom Brady and at the, home and Tampa in the, the playoffs. Rest, Tampa got the rest people. I don't know what just happened, but Adam Something just texted us. Right? Texted us. Wow. Uh-huh. But so Dallas lost to Washington today, twenty six to six. Looked awful. They're the five seed. Have to go to Tampa Bay. So when I'm ranking, I hesitantly put Dallas at three because I, they I obliterated the Vikings right. when they played. Will they do that again? I don't know. You don't have to obliterate, right? Them. You just I, gotta beat them. <laughs> I reluctantly put. Honestly, I might put Green Bay next at four. I do too, because again, the only reason I don't think that they make the divisional round is because they have to play the 49ers in the first round. Right. So I would probably put Green Bay at four and then probably Minnesota five, Tampa six and Giants the seven. That's 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 how I would see the top seven in terms of how they're playing right now. and My confidence in them to do something in the playoffs. I'd probably... I'd probably switch the Eagles just in my homerism and and being like I I feel like the Eagles are going to get maybe not to the peak of what they had been but more like what they had been than what they've been the last three weeks. Um, That's and, definitely the glass half full look. Absolutely, at it. Absolutely. Um, but why not? What, why I'm, can't, I'm why ready, can't us? Right. Why can't us? I'm ready to be hurt again. Um, 
<laughs> no doubt about it. I'm ready to be heard Remember, again. Paul thought I was crazy when I picked the Eagles for the Super Bowl. Oh, that's right. He thought I was oh, crazy. Oh, man, we have to revisit that. Oh, yeah, for sure. And don't, I might be crazy. Like, they, <laughs> I it, I can't argue against the Niners looking better right now. I, I Like, they do. Not you, but others I would throw out the... Well, a lot of the year I heard, well, who have the Eagles beaten? I look at the Niners like, well, who have they beaten with, you know, like the last few weeks? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. At the schedule. You know, but like. You got to win the game. Beating though. the Cardinals today. The Cardinals were awful this year, yeah. and we nailed that. Cliff Kingsbury yeah. is probably going to get fired. Um, yeah. and, and what a mess that is yeah. with the GM's nowhere to be found. Well, you know, like. Kyler probably not going to be ready. He, I, honestly, yeah. I think he starts on Pup next year. Yeah. I don't. I think he misses the first six. So who weeks. do you who who takes that job knowing that Kyle you have Murray's a quarterback gonna... that probably shouldn't have gotten that contract extension? It, oh, and arguably it, isn't worth and it. And a GM who people don't like. Yeah, like people don't like him. It's I, weird. Yeah, it's, it's weird. weird. That's not a great situation. So, speaking of us nailing those picks, we've got those picks to go over. But yeah. to to round out week eighteen, the Broncos ended up oh. beating the Chargers today. Chargers got guys hurt. Were playing, they were locked into their seed going into the game. Why they yeah. were playing guys, I like no I understand idea. maybe starting them and getting a few series. Yeah. I'm not sure Get why you out. keep playing them in the second half when it doesn't matter, but they Mike did. Williams got dinged up, he did. So they lose to the Broncos 31 to 28. We mentioned Seahawks, not basically, they knocked out the Lions from contention tonight against the Packers. But Seattle needs Green Bay to lose to Detroit tonight to make the playoffs themselves. No matter what, I think Seattle's probably a one and done. Uh, but Geno Smith breaking Russell Wilson's yes. uh, single season passing yardage record with the Seahawks. That's oh, that's and, crazy. Yeah. And they've got a load of draft capital too. Um, lost year for the Rams though. And now there's questions of whether Sean McVay will continue on as coach right. and just weird. Um, and the 49ers smoked the Cardinals. We mentioned Arizona, just a lost season from them. And I'm not sure that they have much talent right. to get any better. And J.J. Watt is walking away. So an incredible career from him. How about this? This was a crazy thing. J.J. Watt hadn't played in two stadiums. There were two stadiums he had not played in. Now, he's had some injuries and jumped teams. The games he played last week and this week, With he the final hit the last two, two stadiums. Yeah. How much wow. is that? So you hadn't played at Levi? Was that game in San Francisco? Yeah, it was a road yeah, game, right? Yeah. So uh, I don't know what happened, but Green Bay is up on Detroit now, nine to three. I don't know if that was that what Adam was texting us about or what. But so that covers Week 18. Uh, I'm pulling for the Lions here because I don't like the Seahawks and Pete Carroll, but I really don't like Aaron Rodgers. So I don't want to see Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. Also, because it does scare me that if they make the playoffs, could they be a team of right? Like this time when they're not expected Disgusting to beat the Niners, destiny, like yeah. could they be the team that beats the Niners who weren't expected to beat them the last couple of years? You know, like yeah, I don't like that at, at all. So I want Detroit to win this game, give Seattle the seven seed, and have them go to San Francisco because I don't want Aaron Rodgers anywhere close to the Super Bowl. All right, so let's change gears and shift back to May, June, and July when we were making our NFL season picks, and this is chronicled and compiled. Um, with much thanks from us by my uncle, uh, Rich in Massachusetts, uh, the Patriots fan. He has this all together. So um, he he wrote it all out here. So I'm just going to read through this and we're going to talk about where things might have gone wrong for us. So 
Oh, things we agreed on and got right. So let's start with the positives. It's a short list. There's only two on here, and there's eight predictions. So I believe all four of us agreed that the Bucks would win the yes. NFC South. Ding, 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 ding. And the Bills would win the AFC East. Slow clap. Um, two layups there, yeah. by the way. I mean, we, we say that, but a few of these other results you the thought bu- the Bucks tried. <laughs> the Buc- yeah, the Bucks tried not to win. Honestly, the Bills tried not to win the AFCs for a while. Yes. And then if honestly, if Miami didn't fall apart, things could have been even crazier today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, they did. So things we agreed on and got wrong. So the four of us all completely whiffed on the Packers winning the North. We we're all kind of we waffled we'll believe on that, it right until we, we see it right. though like kind of thing. Well, but now we've seen it. I do, and this might not be on here. And I I would always love to go back and pull some of the audio because I feel like at at least one of us, I think it was me, maybe both of us said we thought the Vikings would be better than people yeah, it was you. expected. It was you. Uh, but I didn't because I know it I wasn't me. Didn't pull the trigger <laughs> on that one, which is disappointing. Uh, but hindsight. So Packers win the North. We're all wrong on that. Rams win the West. I think we thought they'd take a step back, but we didn't see this coming. No, I don't think anyone did. Ravens win the... This is the one that I f- I'm i really mad that we whiffed on because, again, I feel like if Baltimore's healthy, it would have been a closer battle right. with Cincinnati. But Cincinnati played much better than I expected them to. The beginning of the year, we kind of looked right. right. They're good, but not good enough. They're right. going to be like a 10-7 and 7 team. They they did better than that. Kudos to them. Um, so we all thought the Ravens would win the North, and they didn't. And we all thought the Colts would win the South, and that turned into a dumpster fire. They are that, awful. When you I, ask me who's the worst team in football, that's the that's team the I'm team that jumped of. out. Yeah. Yep. So, which one was more surprising to you, though, the Rams or the Colts? I'd say the Colts because the competition. Right, so down. Yeah, they didn't and, and have we a good right. division. The, the competition was down. Jacksonville was better, but Houston was bad, and, and the Titans Tennessee were worse than they should terrible. Have been. Yeah. Titans were the one seed last year, and now they didn't make the playoffs. Right. Uh, so, so we're two and four. We got two right and four wrong. All of us, all four of us, were two and four. All right. So you only you picked the Eagles to win the East, That's so right. that you can hang your hat on that one. The rest of us picked the Cowboys. My dad picked the Chargers to win the West, but w- the rest of us picked the Chiefs. So you're actually one up on us right now with your Eagles home homer pick right there. Came out on top right now. For now. So, we'll, we'll take it. Um, but the rest of us did pick Kansas City. But my dad was right that the Chargers were the team out there besides the Broncos and Raiders to push the Chiefs. I, now, I believe those teams are going to come up in our wild cards, which are way wrong. But um, So in terms of division, you came out on top. You got the extra, the bonus with Philadelphia since the rest of us picked Dallas. So a wild card, I went with San Francisco in the NFC. That's I nailed that one. Saints, that one looks awful. And I'm right that the Eagles made the playoffs. I just had them um, losing to, to Dallas. So honestly, I did okay. I like That's okay for me. I, right. I'm okay with that, uh, so especially because we got Rams and Colts. All of us got that one right, wrong. Right. Uh, you went Vikings, so you got that one right. Cowboys and 49ers, you got all your wild cards correct. Well, except the Vikings aren't a wild card. Oh, that's okay. Right. But so, making the playoffs. Yes, in you terms got of making the playoffs, all and three if, of mine And made if it. the Packers win tonight, you just they just flip-flop. Right, exactly. So, exactly. Uh, so you have a pretty good run in the NFC. Uh, my dad also took the 49ers, but he took the Cardinals. Uh, he had the Eagles, but um, they won the division instead of wild card. Uh, my uncle also took the Vikings, but he picked the Cardinals and the Eagles. So uh, we so all you only and had... I were on the Cardinals being down. 
Yeah, they your were not. They both, they were, both not, were on yeah. Arizona, and we we were not. So in the AFC, I went with Chargers, Patriots, and there are the Broncos. So honestly, um, I, I could have been even more right, uh, but that would have meant that my Dolphins don't make the playoffs. So I'll take it that way. Anytime we can kick the Patriots to the curb, I'm happy about that. Uh, but Broncos there jumping up. Uh, not good, but you nailed you nailed the AFC. Right. You got all three right. Now Bengals won the division. Aren't only the wild because they card. didn't play. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so both both places you got. Did you get six out of seven right in each? So I've got Bengals, Dolphins, Chargers, Ravens made it because the well the pack Bills. if the packers make it that would be correct right. just not those division right. champs so you got the rams wrong in the nfc right but the Ra- uh, yeah you only got one wrong yeah. that's pretty that's a really good year <laughs> that's a really good year you only got one playoff team wrong uh my dad got bengal's right patriots wrong and so he got two out of three um, he flip-flopped Chiefs and Chargers. He had the Chargers winning the division and then Chiefs in the wild card. So not a big deal. Um, my uncle Bengals and Chargers right and he took the Raiders wrong. So actually we only each Broncos Raiders only mentioned once, so maybe we were yeah. maybe we were on to something. Yeah. Um I mean we're we we've got to ignore some of the other things. Right. But honestly, going into the season, how many people thought the Rams and the Colts would be as bad as they were, though? Right. And and the and the Broncos. <laughs> and the Broncos, though. Man. Yeah, that Broncos one, man. That's that's interesting. So honestly, I that's pretty good. I feel like that's pretty good. And you did really well when you when you just look at it, playoff teams. Yes, you yes, got yes. six yeah. out of seven in both conferences. That's really. uh, by far that has to be that's got to be better than I've ever. That's got to be right. pro- quite possibly the best anyone on this show <laughs> has ever done. Uh, in the playoffs, I had the Bucks beating the Packers. Still could happen. The Bills beating the Ravens still could happen. But the Bucks winning the Super Bowl. Still could happen. I don't see it, but still could happen. So my pick was messed up because I had to cut off. So I had sent in my pick, but I had to leave the show. I probably would have picked the Packers, like preseason. Like I probably would have picked the Packers as the team. So Eagles, Packers, Ravens, Bills, Eagles. So you are still alive with all of yours as well. Um, My dad had Bucks beating the Rams and the Bills beating Chiefs with the Bills winning. So uh, he's lost an NFC contender so did my uncle who had the same thing bucks beating rams but he has bills beating chargers with the bucks winning the super bowl so honestly i'd say only you and my dad realistically if if tom takes tampa to a super bowl championship this year no then they should have canceled the, rest pe- of the season <laughs> people are just gonna quit it's just gonna be like nope i'm done um, and I, I honestly i don't want me and my uncle to be right about that i feel like that would just sap a lot of uh I think with the young quarterbacks that we have in this league up and coming, because um, I still consider Mahomes pretty young. Obviously, yeah. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson. Those are all young quarterbacks that we have. And, and Tua, if he's healthy, like literally it's the AFC is riddled with young stars at quarterback or, or hopefully growing and going in that direction. Then in the NFC, you have... Aaron Rodgers and so Tom you have, Brady. You, he, right. Well, and you also you have Jalen Hurts, but then you have, if you go down, uh, Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. Kirk Cousins. Can't um, forget Kirk. Tom Brady, who yeah. you know is older than some of the owners. Dak Prescott. Yeah, Dak Prescott, who at that again, peak. Yeah. Right. Is at that point, but like and I'm not as down on him as other people, but like I'm 
I'm never going to be sorry that he's not playing well. Um, like Danny Dimes. Right. And then he's still one of the younger guys, though. Right. Exactly. And saved his career this year. Yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. Well, well imagine I mean, what coaching will do. Like, see yeah, Trevor really. Lawrence. Like, um, imagine you, you get a, a, I don't want to, a competent, that, right? Good coaches and it goes a lot better. Yeah. So, uh, thanks again to my uncle for compiling that and yes. sending it our way. I'm going to keep that one in the inbox so we can revisit it. Uh, as the playoffs go on, but a really good year overall. I mean, and, and honestly, if the Eagles win the Super Bowl, you just you nail it from the start, right? Like, I got to pull up the oh text I have with with, uh, with Paul. <laughs> right. Or no, he was live on he the was air. Live. Yeah, he right. was live on right. the air. But I don't. I don't think I said it to him until after the show was over for some reason. Or right? Did I say that during the show? No, I think you just read it. But I think you read it off on the show. And oh, he, man. you're like, you texted me. He's like, Paul was floored or something like that by your, <laughs> like, your big on the Eagles. Yeah. So, all right. I, I know it's 930, so we're at an hour. But there was one thing I wanted to really quick do. We right, won't spend right. a lot of time. The Hall of Fame stuff just came yeah. out. And the field was narrowed to, I believe they're called finalists now. They I think are. it's I think 10 it's modern era. Is it 15? Yeah. No, you're right. It is 15 modern era finalists. And then they will whittle that down, I think, to 10, which I'm not sure is announced. And then you go from 10 to up up to five modern era, eight total, which includes like coaches and um, what do they call it? Contributors. Contrib- game, coaches, contributors, and the senior class. Yeah. They can take up to eight total inductees, five modern. They'll whittle it from five, 15 to 10, 10 down to possibly five. And they have to get, I think, 85% yes votes from Something the panel. Like Zach Thomas was thankfully included into the 15 finalists for the fourth straight year, I believe. He's come close. I think like he's fallen at like the six, seven, eight range um, the last three years. So I'm really hoping this is the year. I don't really have much to say about the 15 finalists because to me, honestly, all of them, I think, do eventually deserve a spot in Canton. And I know a lot of people make it the whole very good. I don't know. I know it has a lot to do with watching a lot of these guys when we were growing up. So that has a lot to do with the current set. But I was. But I also look, I'm like, not everyone. I don't mean to discount everyone from like the previous generations. I know there's different eras. That's the point of like the Hall of Fame. But like, I look at it, some of the guys that are in couldn't even make the league anymore. You know, like some of the guys that are in the Hall of Fame probably wouldn't even be in the league. That's probably a hot take. But like, it is the game is so different, you know what I mean? I so I, I just look at it, and again, I'm not saying everyone or even the majority, but I just it's different, right? It's different. So, a guy on there aren't guys like Jordan Mylotta, 6'8, 360, <laughs> running a 5'1, 540 down the field, like that wasn't the case, no, 60, 70 years ago. But I saw on the TikTok because. Yeah. Uh, I like to watch videos on TikTok. Um, mostly I sit there with my daughters and watch cat talk because they like the funny cat videos. But I actually did make an account for the show and I was going to stream to that tonight, but I couldn't figure out how to do it because I'm old and not shouldn't be on TikTok to begin with. But I say, I hope I saved it. I tried to save it. Let's see if I can find it again. Yeah, here we go. It was called, Does Your Team Have a Hall of Famer? And this guy went through and named like current players and whether they were 
a lock or consider will be considered for the hall of fame. So obviously some, and I, I don't think, I think he avoided like really young. Like, I don't think he's talking about like burrow and chase and right, jefferson right. like right. he's talking guys i think that could more that like, like right. five plus years right. in the league so first up buffalo bills and and he went a lot of first ballot locks and i was just like that's rough he said von miller i think he makes. i think it. he makes it i'm not sure he's a first ballot lock but i think he makes it right because no, he's I a agree. super bowl mvp he's right. he's a huge sack producer right, right. Uh, he's now he has a super bowl last year right. with the rams if he were to have been on this, like, on the Bills team through the playoffs, and they were to win, and he were to be a contributor, I think. Then I close first ballot probably, I, but I think he's a Hall of Famer. Oh, absolutely! So, like, we're off to a good start. I'm like, yep. okay, yeah, I see. Yep. I, he's a he's a probably a Hall of Famer. Right. Patriots, Belichick, first ballot yeah. lock, like yeah. obviously, yes. Devin McCourty. Now he wrote solid chance. I think a solid chance. I think I think he'll get consideration. Yeah, uh, I could see it going either way. Yeah, I, I could see the argument that he was a great, not Hall of Fame player, or very good, not Hall, like right. whatever. Right. But I, I was kind of like, I'm just glad it wasn't a lock because no, I don't I think he's a lock. No, I don't. Belichick think so. is a lock. Yes, like I, he arguably the greatest coach in NFL yes. history. He, he is clearly a lock for the Hall of Fame. Jets he says no one. I, yeah. I don't I know mean, unless you're counting the really young guys. Like, right, there's a few guys that, right. that are young enough that are showing a lot of potential, but right. you can't call that right now. Dolphins, he thinks Tyreek Hill is very likely. I think he needs a few more years. I think I, he needs yeah. to keep putting up numbers. Yeah. Um. So there's that. Right. And that was that was the only one for Miami that he mentioned. Oh no, sorry. He said Teron Armstead is likely. Offensive linemen right. are tough because it's hard, it's hard to quantify right. their impact. Well, I think Teron Armstead is a very good offensive lineman. I don't know that he's a Hall of Fame cow cal- now. Right. If he plays another seven years and is still considered like a top five tackle, then right. you're probably considering him. I, I don't know that I would even consider him likely at this point. Chiefs, Andy Reid, Locke, possible first ballot. If he wins another Super Bowl, he's absolutely a first ballot Hall of Fame. Yeah, I agree. Just because of his consistency. Yeah. And then he'd have two Super Bowl titles. Yeah. So uh, I definitely think he's a lock to get in. And I think he's trending towards being uh, first ballot. I agree. He says Chris Jones is likely. When I think of dominant defenders in the NFL, what was the term he used for McCourty? Did he say likely? solid? Solid. I would put him in solid as opposed to likely. See, he I was, think there's a chance. He was the first one that I was like, when you if you would tell me to name like some of the best defensive players in the NFL, I don't even know that his name would come to mind. Right. And that I'm yeah. not trying to undersell him, right? Because he's an incredible player, right. but I don't know that he's been a consistent force long enough. And again, maybe he is for another five years and you're like, well, yeah, no, he's right, definitely. Exactly. So it's tough because you're, right. you're at, you're looking down the road, but um, obviously Travis Kelsey, yes. I think he's a lock and Mahomes is definitely looking like that. And he has that both right, listed right. here, them as locks and great chance to be first ballot. I agree. I agree. Kelsey's numbers already have him as like yeah. among the, he's right up there with Tony Gonzalez, ever. Antonio Gates, you know? Yeah. Uh, he, I mean, yeah. yeah, he, the, what he's doing is incredible and he's not done yet. Right. So, um, Broncos, he has Russell Wilson, um, as a lock. I'd say no, I say for a while, the way he was playing in Seattle, but after this year in Denver, he has to have some ba- bounce back years for him to get consideration to me. Like, I don't think he's a lock no, by any stretch of the imagination. Either. I think there's potential too because we've seen flashes, but like, yeah, I wouldn't put him as a lock right now. Chargers, he thinks Khalil Mack is a lock. 
I'd have I, to see I, his I statistics think, more. I think he gets in. I don't think he's anywhere close to a first ballot guy, but I think he's – Yeah, and I he does not mention he that in. here. I think he be- definitely gets in. So this is the one where I started to go, oh, wait, oh what? Kyle Van Noy. He wrote good chance. I don't understand that one at all. No, I don't. Like I like when I saw that, I was like, "Do I really want to keep reading this list?" Because right. I didn't understand it. Right. Like no, I just I don't. he's played for Detroit, New England, Miami, New England, and now the Chargers. So he can't even stick with a team. Right. Like I know he has some form of pass rush presence. He's solid, but, but like a Hall of Fame. He's not. He's never even the best pass rusher on his team. Right. He's yeah. He's usually a second or third option. You're not even the best pass rusher on your own team. I just like couldn't. That's... I was like, what? Right. What? Yeah. Um, Keenan Allen, borderline. He said, "I, I think that's borderline. a, yeah, I, I think, think that's, that's respectable." So Raiders, he says, Chandler Jones, super likely. I, I like, I feel like Chandler Jones as isn't even the impactful best as team. pass rushers are. I think they can also be a dime a dozen for two or three years. Well, they could have a great few years. Max but, Max Crosby's better, right? I'm not saying over the course of career, but like. Right now. If if you had me right, he's not even the best on his team again. Um Devontae Adams, lock, possible first ballot. I think it's possible. Just the numbers he puts up are insane. Right. I think he's I, I think he's more worthy, worthy than Chandler Jones. Tough, I don't but, know if he'll be first ballot. Right. Because I look at it like look at some of the receivers that aren't in yet. Like Tory Holt. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Up up for this year. Texans, no one. I'm not Fair sure enough. anyone. Yeah, Titans. Derrick Henry, pretty likely, but wouldn't say lock yet. I think he gets in. I absolutely no. I, he he. To me, he's a lock. He's not a first ballot guy, but he's a lock. The way he runs in his style, like he's got to capitalize the next year or two because I agree. Things are going to drop off. Right. Quickly. Oh, they are. But I think he still gets in. I think he gets in just because of the way he's been in running backs. It's just different for them. Like, I think relatively speaking, you're not going to see the numbers he put up, like the rushing yards he's put up his, like his best seasons. The Titans failed to capitalize on, on him. I think we've seen his peak already, but Jaguars, nobody. Fair enough. The guys that were there are too young to do it. Colts. He says Matt Ryan as a Falcon, obviously. But so to me, Matt Ryan is a poor man's Phillip rivers or, spicy joe flacco yeah because i feel like like i honestly i know matt ryan went to a super bowl and phil rivers didn't but i would take rivers over ryan i think all the time i agree well here's the thing to me to me if you're gonna put matt ryan in i feel like you gotta put joe flacco in and, and joe flacco has a super bowl title and mvp right with the ravens who historically just don't care about offense right <laughs> like the numbers are going to be there. The the uh, the yardage numbers. Though. But we you, won't look at the receivers Matt Ryan has had compared to the receivers that Joe Flacco had. Now you can also make the counter that those receivers are good because they well like, right. They played but for Matt the Ryan. thing I also like people will start to point out stats and I'm like okay, but is he an accumulator? Like if you play seventeen, eighteen, and that can be Matt Ryan and Philip Rivers. Like you can make I, those arguments I do not too. Mean this should keep him out of the Hall of Fame, but he has blown the biggest Super Bowl lead ever, and he <laughs> and has blown regular the season regular season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Colts continue. He says Stefan Gilmore. Again, I, I think he gets in. I, I don't think I, he's I don't, a lock. But here's the thing: I think so many of those guys that were on the Patriots, like for glimpses, 
I think they're just all, all not all. I think so many of them are going to find their way in because the like history is going to look kindly upon those teams. Here's here's another few. But that, I, I I get the question. Like, here's another few that I'm like, I don't I don't know that I see it. Clayus Campbell for the Ravens right now. I mean, he's played with a bunch of teams again. Okay. I I, I don't and and right. and Justin Houston. Yes. Yeah, again, thing. like. I, I don't know. I right. just when I think of Hall of Fame, those are not guys that would ever ever come up. No, in good conversation, guys. Pro Bowl guys. Yeah, really good, right. really good. But I, I don't. Right. He said, and he says borderline for Jason Pierre-Paul again. A couple of years of being a good pass rusher, I don't think makes you Hall of Fame worthy. Well, here's the thing too. And there's a clause that you have to have all your fingers. Is this Ravens? <laughs> Is this Ravens? Yeah. I honestly feel like. Mark Andrews has a good shot because, like, his numbers are going to get up there with tight end. There's he, one on the Ravens so, that is a first ballot lock. Who? Justin Tucker. Oh, yes. Well, is, see, I don't know that it'll be a first ballot. That, like, you're, you're, you know, you're probably right. He's a kicker. Because he's a kicker. But he should be. It, the same thing with it. Kickers are people too, right? Mariano Rivera, like, was a closer, and there were people who would not vote for, like, relievers. Uh, but, like, let's not but, bring baseball hall right, voting but, like, into this. You know what I mean? Like, he. He's the best kicker. So um, we're, we won't do the NFC because it's taking forever. Right now, he says no one for the Browns currently. To, to, some of them he thinks are too young and not can, can't be considered. I think Miles Garrett will get in. Same thing for the Bengals. He says to, like he's Miles not Garrett jumping on. Miles Garrett doesn't get in. Better cha- watch out. You better duck. He's, he's not going into the Burrow Chase thing right now. Fair enough. Steelers, Mike Tomlin, he thinks is a lock. I think I think I think, yeah, I think 16 years without a losing record and a Super Bowl win and another Super Bowl appearance. I think if they would get to another one or win another one, I think he could be first ballot lock. If he wins another one, I think he's first ballot. Uh, he thinks Cam Hayward is a lock. Again, I think he'll get in. I, like I don't. I wouldn't constantly say he's a lock. the great defensive presence. I don't know that you think Hall of Famer. Yeah, not the best on their team. Um, so that's where his list ends. See, I would put T.J. Watts not on there. I think he's saying he's too young. Oh, fair enough. That, that's um, and a p- bunch of people were saying bro tried to sneak Van Noy in there. Like, <laughs> so I don't right. know what that was about, but then people started to bring up. So they mentioned miles Garrett. They mentioned Nick Chubb again. I, I so don't, I, I think miles Garrett, let me rephrase that. I don't think if miles Garrett retired today, I don't think he's in. I think he will get to where he needs to be to get in. Does that make sense? People called him out for not including John Harbaugh. As a as a Hall of Fame coach, I think he's borderline. Um, if he win, if he were to win another one, I think he's in. You two Super Bowls, you, you should be in as a coach. Two Super Bowls, absolutely. Um, the one, like, a bunch of people listing the young guys he wasn't considering. Like he didn't consider Josh Allen. He didn't consider Lamar Jackson. He didn't consider uh, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and Justin Herbert. Like all those guys. I think he's maybe he's thinking Miles Garrett is still, but like he's been in for how long now? Four, while. five years. Is it longer? Like is it six I, or seven? I don't. I feel like it's six. But the one that and a bunch of people mentioned him, and this is all Browns people getting right, their right. panties in a bunch. They keep mentioning Joel Batonio, the guard. Really hard to make it as a guard. Well, right. So I was thinking. I was like, well, listen, I remember. Listen, you got to give it to him because the only good Browns player that they've had for ever was Joe Thomas. Like, <laughs> right? Who people think is a first ballot lock this year? Right. Um, I just, 
like him mentioning Van Noy, and then the Browns fans in there talking about Joe Batonio. I was right. like, "Look, I wanted Miami to draft Batonio when he came out, right. and he's been very good. But you have to be as an offensive lineman and a non-offensive tackle offensive right. lineman. You have to be so good that everyone right. in the league knows who you are." So here you go. And I know we didn't talk about them, but that's how I feel about Jason Kelsey. Jason Kelsey's numbers, like in terms of his all pros and his pro bowls, like compared to other centers, he's like among the top, like every, every center that hat that has the numbers he has is in the hall of fame, you know? And, and so I'm like, I feel like Jason Kelsey has to get in. Here's a few more. Brandon Scherf for the Jags is a lock. No Again, one, no one interior offensive line. AJ Green. I don't think so. Kevin Bayard for the Tennessee safety. Yeah, I know. Possibly. I, I think he makes a finalist thing, but I don't know that he gets in. Matt Ryan on paper is a top 20 quarterback all time. No, statistically maybe, but like. You, we put all the quarterbacks that ever played on the table and you're taking him in the top 20. I don't believe it. Or here, if you do great, I'll, I'll have someone better. Here we go for the jets. CJ Mosley, Quinnen Williams and Elijah Vera Tucker can be future hall of famers easily. Okay. I would agree that CJ Mosley could be and Quinnen Williams could be like, but I'd also throw them in – well, Quinn and Williams is the one I'm thinking of here. I'd classify him in, as the too young to really make a determination yet. I honestly think Quinn and Williams might have the best chance of those guys. Chargers. Keenan, Mack, Bosa, Derwin, Justin, all first ballot guys when they finish their careers. Okay. I think Bosa has the best shot of maybe being a first ballot guy. And Herbert, depending on how his career goes. Right. But also, right. they right. weren't including him. Right. But it, it was a, a list, right. so I wanted so to include him. Bosa, I would say, has the best of those guys. Best shot. And I, I don't know that he's – I wouldn't say he's there yet, obviously. But, like, I feel like he's he's got a shot just because of what they do. Um, But, yeah, I, I don't – I just no. – I guess I never really – and I shouldn't have, but, like, the general – NFL audience is so large that there are so many people well, that they have no idea what they're talking about. Yeah. You get a lot of people who have no idea what they're talking about. It's, it's incredible to me. Now this was only AFC. I don't know if he did an NFC one. I'll have to look. Um, don't cause that'll make me angry. <laughs> yeah. I want to see what they say. It's way down here. Um, no, uh, I'll have to look cause I want to wrap this up so we can get going. But I just thought that was interesting. Oh, I definitely was like, interesting. Holy crow, because a lot of those people mentioned, like, I take all the 15 finals that are up for it this year over a bunch of those guys. Yeah, I, I probably agree. So, but, I mean, that was fun. Hopefully next week we'll be streaming on Instagram and TikTok uh, to reach a, a larger audience, audience and to archive the show that way. It'll, it'll be fun. I'll, I'll get to work on that. But uh, thanks again to my uncle for chronicling, uh, archiving our picks. Uh, Justin, you did pretty well. The other three of us did okay. 
We'll see how the uh, playoffs and Super Bowl play out soon. Hopefully mine hold true. <laughs> we will be back for episode 367 in a week, January 15th, and we will recap whatever games have finished in the first round of the playoffs because I believe there's a Monday night game. There is a Monday night game. Uh, it'll be interesting to see who they have take hey, part just in like that. The, just like the early games today, I'm just going to sit back and relax next weekend. So, <laughs> um, Hopefully they can get the uh, Miami game out of the way for me and not make me wait till Monday night. Uh, I would I would appreciate that if you could get the the torture over and done with, uh, and that we can extend the Miami Miami playoff win drought another year because we're only Dude. at twenty two years. Yeah, but what if they win? Stop it! What if they win? No, I'm we're, we're going to reel you in on this. Yeah, great. Good luck with that. So, <laughs> all right. I know you better. I know you too good to, to know that's not going to happen. Uh, again, I said it last week. I'll say it again here. Happy uh, birthday to my nephew, Logan, and my sister, Corinne, all celebrating this past week. And, uh, you know, we're, we're deep into 2023 now. We're eight days in. Yeah, happy birthday so. to my dad coming up this week. Oh, good. All right. Yes. So happy birthday to uh, to Mr. Raffoff. And, uh, yeah, we look forward to a fun and exciting NFL playoff season. The Super Bowl's right around the corner. Our 12th anniversary is coming up uh for the show so and uh before you know it, we'll have uh the season nine premiere of the bulldog hour so that's crazy that's all right around the corner of the next two months georgia wins tomorrow georgia wins tomorrow i'm pulling for tcu but i think georgia yeah. wins yeah i think georgia does not sleepwalk the early part like they did in their semifinal right. um yeah it's not to discount tcu i think no. georgia's i think georgia's a better team and yeah. to be honest they were probably the best team in college football this year. Yep. So it worked. Sometimes out. it works out that way. I am. I'm really excited with how Penn State finished, though. Yeah, that, me that too. Was, that was fun. Yeah, we'll maybe try to tr- sneak in some Penn State college football talk. Maybe maybe next week, depending on how the games go. Uh, we'll see. But uh, that's it for us tonight on episode 366 of the Joe Mays and J Raff Show. We'll be back in one week's time. For Justin, I'm Joe Mays. Thanks for listening. That's a wrap on this episode of the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show, brought to you by Mays Sandwich Shop. You can watch each weekly episode live on Facebook, Periscope, or YouTube. Be sure to like, follow, or subscribe to the show on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. You can also rate and review us on many of these platforms as well. We'd love to hear from you. Send your email to the Mays Sandwich Shop inbox at JoeMaysAndJRaff at gmail.com. The Joe Mays and JRaff Show is a part of the JMNJR Radio Network, home to other productions such as the Bulldog Hour, Tangents with Friends, and Nat Chats with Dad. Until next time. <laughs>